0: Welcome to the Spring Fourth Podcast, a ministry of the First Congregational Church of McGregor, Iowa. This recording was made for July 7th, 2021. Hello again, friends. You just heard two sound samples, two distinct sound samples. The first one was taken a few days ago when I was walking the trails at our property. And I just became aware of how quiet it was. Nature quiet. And so I stopped out my phone that I might record the ambient noise that was taking place at the time. It was the bird song that I wanted to capture and I wasn't sure if I could because I was just using my phone but when I listened back to the track I realized hey it actually did pick up what I was hearing. It amplified some of the sort of air sound The atmospheric sound, more than the human ear could perceive. But it's that bird song, that distinct bird song that I wanted to get a slice of. Those are the sounds of summer, at least where I live. The second sound was taken during a random weekday in the sanctuary. I just set the phone down on a pew and just recorded... The ambient noise in that space. And because our church is located on Main Street, 429 Main Street, McGregor, Iowa, you get a lot of traffic that comes by. Now I have worshipped in this space for 20 years. I have led study groups, I have led prayer groups, and I've even recorded the podcasts in this space. And you get used to the ambient noise, you get used to the grain trucks and the daily traffic that that passes by. Wherever we live there are noises and sounds that are so frequent that we don't even notice them anymore. We just sort of block them out. And this is all a proving ground for how we need to conduct ourselves when we want to stay in that prayerful frame of mind, when we want to be mindful of God. We have to realize that there's going to be distractions. There'll be the noise of family, there'll be the noise of pets, there'll be the noise of neighbors, passers-by, planes flying overhead, Even if you're in a natural setting and it's seemingly quiet of, shall we say, mechanized or manufactured sounds, you'll have the sounds of nature, which in and of themselves can be pleasing. It is getting increasingly difficult in the modern world to find what I would define as a truly quiet space, truly like no sound at all. And I don't even necessarily know if that's if that's even beneficial anymore, I used to always think you have to find an absolute quiet space, bury yourself somewhere in the closet, surround yourself with sound deadening fabric, be in a studio somewhere where you can't hear any signs of life as we know it anywhere else. But then, of course, you're confronted with your own thoughts. You have the ideas that are in your head that are assaulting you, so it's it's never really very quiet anyway. I think in order to be effective... As a spiritual witness, we have to accept that there is going to be surrounding us at all times, noises, distractions, signs of people carrying on about daily life, things happening. Because in the world that we live, things happen. The question is, is how do we respond to these things that happen around us? How do we perceive them? Are these noises going to be something that's going to pull us away from the task at hand? Is this noise going to cause us to become angry? Resentful at somebody who perhaps is mowing their lawn, clearing their driveway, unloading their car and the slamming of doors, children riding by on their bicycles, people honking the horns because they're trying to get someone else's attention on the inside of the house, the running of chainsaws, laughter, sounds of play, engine backfiring. Right? There's all of these sounds that are around us and if we want to attach ourselves to them and think about that sound and where it's coming from and why it's going on so long or to be mindful of what we were focusing on before the sound pulled us away from that. The desire to be consistent in our faith witness means that we have a focal point On something that is so essential to us that nothing can pull us away from that. No other task, no distraction, no buzzing and ringing and constantly annoying background things. We have attached ourselves to the task and the responsibility of being present with God for that appointment that we've set and we are not going to be deterred. I had a professor at seminary who was a practicing Buddhist. And we had asked him, how is it that you can effectively meditate? How do you, because that's a very key component in the Buddhist paradigm? I said, How can you effectively meditate? He says, Well, let's let's just he goes, let's take five minutes right here in the study. And it was a small class, and he had us just say, let's just center ourselves. And focus. And at the time, the property committee, property department of the seminary, was clearing brush. So the very distinct sound of chainsaws were whirring somewhere off in the distance. But you can be at a great distance with a chainsaw and it sounds like it's like right outside your window. Because that's just how loud they are. And I remember a professor saying, I can hear that chainsaw. And he, he, he said it in a way that we almost think that he was like winding up for a joke. He goes, I can hear it. He goes, and then I can let it go. And that was the trick. To know that you are in a space that is filled with life. And some of that life is not concerned about whether or not you're taking time for prayer. They have errands to run. Lawns to be mowed, dogs to walk, children to mind. Right, There's an entire world out there right now and things are happening. And people are not going to say, oh, I'm sorry, I can't walk down this street right now because my neighbor might be in prayer. That's your thing. When people drive by First Congregational on Sunday, especially on Sunday morning, they, they know we're in worship. The sign says we're in worship. What are they going to do? Are they going to slow down to almost uh, an idol? And creep by the church so as to not disturb the goings-on inside. No, they're gonna they're gonna make their way down or up Main Street as they need to. The question is, is even though we hear, especially on the weekends, you get a lot of motorcycles that come through town, the Harley Davidson's and their very distinctive straight pipes. And just because these people are going about their 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 day and running their errands and having their excitement and enthusiasm. We inside the church, though we can hear these things, we can hear them and then we can let them go. And that's what I was reminded of as I was just walking the trails at our property or just sitting in the quiet, relative quiet of the sanctuary, is that to know that indeed life is teeming around me. What is it that I choose to hear and what is it that I choose to let go? And the things that you choose to let go do not rob you of your intention, of your focus, of your purpose. If we're looking to be distracted, we, we will find it. We'll get up, we'll storm, we'll close a window or we'll move to a different room. Or we'll go and we'll tell someone, you, you know, turn down that television, go outside. Or we go outside. And then the moment is lost. Or we can discipline ourselves. And it truly is a spiritual discipline to be able to be in a space that is active and thriving and teeming, and still be able to focus ourselves. Years ago, years ago, my parents were on a bowling league. They used to do league bowling on Friday nights. And my sister and I would would go to the bowling alley and, of course, I would have my pockets bulging with quarters because I had to hit the video games. And my sister, who is an avid bookworm, in fact, that's even kind of an understatement for those of you who know my sister. she's To say that she's fond of reading is like saying that the Sahara Desert is prone to the occasional warm day. (laughs) She's in and down with her books but one of the extraordinary things about her is that she could read in a bowling alley 40 lane bowling alley and now if you've been in a 40 lane bowling alley on league night you could tell it's anything but quiet it's anything but quiet as people are you know trying to get their best games, strikes and it's like this is this constant din of balls crashing into pins and announcements about who got this game or who bold a, a turkey or just you know all these kinds of things and my sister maybe she didn't recognize it at the time but her ability to hear and let go of all of that sound that ambient noise she never missed the content of what she was reading like I said I was I was younger I didn't even bother to try I just on the video games. Of course, And again, maybe I was concentrating on the video games and not really noticing the sound either. So I think to strengthen your prayer exercise, you should actually probably find not the quietest space, but the noisiest one that you can stand. I'm not saying that you need to go to the nearest construction site where they're running a, a pile driver and jackhammers and things like that and say, okay, here I'm going to set up my prayer cushion and and I'm going to meditate because that would be dangerous and annoying. But find an active space. Find a space that has a little bit more going on in it than you would like and see if you can't attach and find God in that space. Because God is there. The question is, are we attuned enough to hear and maintain our connection with the sacred and the divine that's in that active space? If you can do that, If you can manage that, then it doesn't matter where you are. You will always be able to access the divine. And God will never be this distant entity. But it will be like the Holy Spirit that's on tap. So try that out. And I hope it works for you. It is a spiritual practice, so don't think that you're going to get it right out of the gate. Try and try again. I wish you Godspeed and success as you find God in the most unlikely of spaces. Be safe out there. God bless.